music lovers and club goers alike, welcome to the Eastbound Dialogue, a place where I can highlight all of the things under the electric sky in the Orlando area, including artists, music, and events. Uh, today is a very special day because this is going to be my first ever podcast. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Evan, also known as Evolution, for coming on and being actually my first person that artist that I've ever interviewed. Um, if you guys don't know anything about him, he performed at the Vanguard um, last Friday. Uh, he opened for Buns and Blondes. He is a Tallahassee-based DJ, and he does a lot of funk dubstep, or funk stuff as I like to call it. Um, it was a real big privilege to interview him. This was actually his first ever in-person interview, and it was the first time I'd ever viewed anyone. Uh, it's a little bit short, I will admit, um, it, as it was my first time. Um, it's you know it's a little difficult to plan these kinds of things out. And admittedly, it felt a lot longer uh, to both of us while we were doing it. So, without further ado, here is the interview I have with Evolution. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, ravers and clubgoers alike, welcome to the Eastbound Dialogue, my podcast highlighting some of the best electronic things going on in the Orlando area and everything under the electronic sky in Florida. Um, with me today is the legend, the Tallahassee amazing legend, Evolution. How are you doing today, man? What's up? How are you doing? Doing good? Dude, I'm fucking hungover, man. We were, <laughs> we were, we were talking about that. Like, last night was fucking... I feel that. Last night was so, so, so much. Just got off a four-hour drive, so I feel that, like, lag behind, too. I'm a yeah. little exhausted yeah. as well. Yeah, you come out of Tallahassee, right? <laughs> yeah, just got, just came here from Tally. Okay. Yeah, What? Uh, why Tallahassee, of all places? Um, so I actually went to Tally for school when I turned 18, and I went to FSU. So okay. I'm originally from Tampa. I was born and raised there. And, uh, yeah, I went to Tallahassee and just kind of decided to start doing the whole electronic music thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's, dude, I, 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 I'm in the same boat, to be honest, because like, I'm from UCF and all that. I went to UCF yeah. and just wanted to get in the industry. Yeah, there's, like, really cool scenes in, like, the college areas. So it's a good, it's a good like, start to get the brand going and yeah. kind of get a taste for it. Yeah, because it's, like, renewing young people, basically. Yeah, it's exactly. Just, it's, all, it's amazing. So I, I saw, I creeped, creeped it a little bit, um... I saw that you can play guitar and all that. So, like, how yeah. long have you been playing music? Like, so I've been like a straight musician for my whole life. Actually, I mean, not like my whole life, but since I was like really little, I think when I was in like kindergarten or first grade, my parents put me in piano lessons. Oh, that's cute. That was <laughs> yeah, that was tight. I would highly recommend piano first because it teaches you like really good music theory and all that. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think it was like fourth grade. I picked up bass. Did that for like two or three years. I think it was like mid sixth grade that I started playing guitar, and then yeah, just been doing that ever since. Okay. Yeah, I was actually doing uh, more like acoustic shows. You actually, you ever seen Mark Ribolette? No, not at all. That's uh, like the loop dude. So I was like big into looping, less like comedic looping. It was just more so like I would like beatbox and play guitar and then sing over track and okay. just like make whole tracks by myself. But I actually started doing that. And then um, from there, I just was, like, really influenced by, like, the whole, like, DJ world. And then I was like, oh, let me try and, like, blend this together. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was, I was, that's one of my questions, too. I'm like, a lot of people, when they start making electronic music, they choose, like, techno or tech house. I feel that. Or, like, dirty bass music. And I'm looking at your <laughs> stuff, and it's, like, that funky, like, funk stuff yeah, and stuff. That's actually really funny. I actually uh, started, like, DJing with house music. I feel like everybody does that, honestly. A little bit, like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's really good for learning because the transitions are more lengthy and less like bam 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 yeah um 
But yeah, I actually did that for a while, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I was actually one of those dudes who was not really into dubstep or like EDM as a whole when I got into it. And Interesting. I think like the art of DJing kind of like opened my eyes to that, and then I just was like, oh, let me try and make this stuff. <laughs> and then I really got into it. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> what brought what brought you into like electronic music? I feel like everyone has a different experience. Like brought them into so, this genre. So, um, when I went to college, I. I wanted to do a lot of acoustic shows and I was kind of only getting like one acoustic show a week, maybe two at most. And I was like super determined to pay my bills with my music. I was like, I do not want to get a job. I'm going to school full time. I'm just trying to play music on weekends and pay my bills that way. Okay. And so I was like, I already had an older brother who was a DJ in Tallahassee like six years before me. Okay. He was... Yeah, so he was, he's like four years out of my time or whatever, but he was just leaving when I was coming up there, and he kind of like influenced me a little bit to pick up DJing, and I really didn't set out like, oh, I'm going to make dubstep or I'm going to produce electronic music. I kind of just was like, I'm going to DJ because it's like a fun thing I enjoy doing now that I learned it, and it's like a good way to pay music, uh, to play music and pay the bills. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, from there, I was like... After playing other people's music for like two or three years, I think you're like, wow, I want to make my own music because it's just like it's a better feeling playing your own music. Yeah, but, man, I feel yeah. like you can only play other like. Tracks. Yeah, it gets it gets like old. <laughs> Do your brother make electronic music too? Or? No, he's actually well, he actually just got into it. Yeah, he's an oh, he was an open format DJ. Like okay. that's that is what he does. He's still an open format DJ. He actually just got into producing house. It's kind of like that, like the chiller opener house, kind of like not opener, but like chiller like. Uh, not like peak time tech house kind of think like rufus like gorgon city okay stuff like that yeah, yeah it's much more like, like chiller kind of like a progressive I, I, I try to call it like progressive deep house. yeah it's like progressive kinda. yeah that's a good way to determine it yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think it actually has a name yet so. yeah <laughs> all right um so i guess the one of the one of the cool things uh, i get to do for eastern electronic is i describe people's music and i have to listen to it and basically rationalize it yeah uh, but one of the cool things is, is that when i get to talk to an artist they always have a much different description for their own stuff because they're the one making it you know? <laughs> so how how would you describe your your music? Um, I would call it. So I think from like a songwriting perspective, my stuff is heavy is like heavily influenced by like classic bluesy rock. Think like Doors, Zeppelin, like anything like along that line. Like whenever I'm playing guitar, like I usually whenever I'm like writing riffs or chord progressions, it tends to be more towards that style. Mm-hmm. And then I mean the drops, I would say like heavily influenced by like. People like Grizz, like Blunts and Blondes, uh, Boogie T's like writing style heavily influenced me. I think I like moved more from like that like heavier stuff because he's a little heavier than bass music. Yeah, but like that still had a huge inspiration on me. Um, and honestly, like I would say the underground bass scene as a whole. I feel like a lot of the people on top don't really like innovate and they kind of get like stuck in the same thing. Like and routine, yeah, yeah, I feel like hearing like lower key people's songs. So I'm like, this kid only has a thousand followers and he makes way better music than I do. Just That's like nuts. super fucking impressive. Yeah. So like stuff like that and hearing other people's tracks definitely inspire me. People like Super Av is sick. Um, big fan of like Taboo. He's not underground at all, but like you know what yeah, I mean. Not yeah, like yeah. The, like the headliners. Yeah, like, not I, like, like the big ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And speaking of headliners, I saw that you got noticed for Excision um, with your one track. I don't yeah, know. Flow. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was a collab. Subsidia, which is yeah. So that's actually a funny story. We sent that track out to like so many different labels, probably like five and a half, six months before Excision hit us back. And Holly Hallucinate actually ended up sending it to Subsidia, 
And it was like a complete surprise. It was honestly like I thought it'd be more on like a subcarbon ganja white knight type label yeah, or like a yeah. boogie tea drama club type label. And like seeing Excision pick up probably like I'd say it's like the funkiest, least heavy bass track I have. Like it's not heavy <laughs> at all. It's like straight, it's just for the vibes. It's not like a song you're gonna headbang to. It's a song you can play in the car or here at a festival. So like it was honestly a really big shock when he hit us up and said he wanted to take it, but I mean, I was thrilled. He's like an absolute legend. Yeah, he's the, yeah, one of the biggest he's things. He paved the way for so many yeah. people, so yeah, it was like an honor to even be involved in that whole label thing. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's gonna be fucking nuts, man. Like, yeah, it was insane. <laughs> um, uh, so I saw you have a new track that came out probably like a few di- like a week ago, I think. Yeah. Cap- yeah, and that's Capone, right? Capone, yeah. So I actually dropped three tracks this month. Holy shit. <laughs> it's, it's a little unusual, but like we had two planned for a while, and then um, the Bite This Now people, like Jaws's new label, his sister label to Bite This, they reached out like really quickly and were like, we want to put this out like in the next month. So we, oh, wow. Yeah, and it was like a whole compilation, so we ended up scheduling three in a month. So the first one I dropped was What You Know. That was on Bite This Now, Volume 1. Yeah. Then the second one was Capone. That was on I Am Audio. That's a label run by Pogman and Chassis. Okay. Pogman's like an absolute legend, so like that was insane, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's made tracks with some of my favorite people, like Dirty Snatch or Boogie T and all them, like yeah. way back in the day. So that was crazy when he said he wanted to take that track. Um, I actually got reached out to by the homie Plasma. I don't know. Do you know Plasma? I've heard of Plasma. Yeah, he's really sick. So he, like, had a track sign on their compilation, and we talk and, like, hang out a lot. So he ended up hitting me up and being like, yo, they're looking for some, like, funkier bass tracks, less on the heavy side. You have anything you want to throw to them? And I was like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be honored (laughs) to work. Like, yeah, definitely. So that was was the second one of the month. And then I just dropped the track uh, this past Wednesday, two days ago, on Night and Gen. That one was called Goddamn. Okay. Yeah, 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 you've been fucking grinding, Yeah, I've been putting out a lot of music. It's kind of weird because no one, I feel like people don't understand that, like, you don't just make a song and put it out. <laughs> I mean, like, people at EDM understand that, but, like, the average listener doesn't get that. So, like, some of these tracks are a year old, some of them are, like, two months old. And it's just on, like, when you send it out and who picks it up and how quickly it gets released or if it's planned in advance. Yeah, so. and I'm sure you have to, like, fuss with it, too. Yeah, and, like, exactly. a million different tweaks. I, yeah. I, if I was making music, man, I'd probably just be, like, <laughs> eyes, like, watering and shit, just <laughs> staring at the computer. <laughs> um, so what do you think would be, like, and in time, speaking of that, like I feel like everyone has their own touch to electronic music. Everyone has their own like secret sauce, basically. Yeah. So what what do you think your your secret sauce is to your music? Um, I really try to like separate myself, and I uh, I think just not following in other people's footsteps while also taking influence from other people is like a huge key. Okay. So like yeah, most of my uh, I'd say like probably 80 to 90% of my set is like either all my original music, my remixes or my edits. So like the majority of the stuff you're hearing in my set, you can't hear it anywhere else. No one else is going to play it. So I think that's a big way. And I also like wanted to separate myself with the live aspect. I know people have done it. Like you got Boogie T, Sullivan King, Trivecta. There's some like really amazing guitarists on Holo. Yeah. 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 And people like that inspired me. And I was like, damn, this would be like really cool to be able to play guitar. And then, uh, when I started making music, it just made it easier because yeah. then it was like I have stuff to play, and it's yeah, it's yeah, unique, dude. You know? uh, do you see yourself ever having like a band with you? Um, that would definitely be a goal one day. That'd be um, really cool. Yeah, I think that's really cool, Boogie Trio. That's like the coolest thing ever. I think that's so cool. How I don't know, like you're playing like live versions of your electronic songs, and like he's doing it with his homies, and yeah. they're all like mad talented. 
Like, yeah, those kids, those people are crazy. It was, yeah, a different, was like, insane. It was such like, a different environment, too, when you have the live music going yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. It's fucking cool, man. So how do you feel about tonight? Like, yeah, Super excited, man. I'm very excited. Have, have you been to the... I know... We were talking about it before. You haven't been to the Vanguard, right? No, was, I have not. I've only played in Orlando once. It was a uh, sound bar. Okay. Yeah, so I'm very excited. It looks like a really cool venue, and it's run by Insomniac, so you know it's going to be like super professional and nice. Yeah, it's it's really really excited. well put together. I'd yeah. say it's, it's probably like in my opinion the best venue in Orlando right now. Yeah. Which if Definitely anyone exciting. in Celine or Guilt is hearing me say that, sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> but, like, I, I really think it is, so. No, for sure, yeah. From what I've seen from pictures, it definitely looks like it. Yeah. Um, so what should the fans expect from your set tonight? Like, what? Um, a lot of new unreleased music. I'm playing, I think, like, 10 or 11 unreleased tracks tonight. Like, 20, 25 originals. Damn. I made some new live guitar edits. Um... Lots of new edits, obviously. Oh, and I also just got custom visuals, which I'm very excited oh, about. Oh, fuck, yeah. dude. That's going to be cool. Yeah, so it's my first show playing with the new visuals. I'm very excited. Look, Shout out PH Labs. He crushed it. That is a great place to be showing those visuals, yeah, too. Yeah, like, like, sure. You're, you're going to get the full board, and like you're going to get the full yeah. production out of it. No, so. yeah, I'm super excited. It looks crazy. All right, well, he's going to be... Are you the first act for tonight? Oh, what time second. are you going to play So we got CeeLo, 9 to 10.30. I'm 10.30 to 11.45. Baldy is 11.45 to 1, and then Blunts will go on. Yeah, yeah, and that's, you yeah. know, fucking crazy. It's going to be super stoked. It's yeah. going to be a crazy-ass night. For sure. All right, so anyone that's watching this, and if I get this out hopefully today, it's going to be at the Vanguard, it's going to be tonight, and it's going to be fucking crazy, to be honest. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, man. of course, dude. Thanks for inviting me out. This of is my course. first ever interview. This is like, oh, yeah. this is an amazing thing. <laughs> Happy to be a part of it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah. And for anyone that wants to keep up with all the electronic events in the Orlando area, definitely check out my Instagram, Eastern Electronic. It's a great way. I, like You can literally tap any story, and then all of a sudden, oh, you yeah. just, you'll see the event. Like I do yeah. a daily update every single day. So yeah, it's huge. Thanks for listening, guys, and this has been the Eastbound Dialogue. Thank you. I didn't say it in the interview, and I would like to um, give a quick shout-out to Evolution. Um, he has a new song um, out right now. It's called Capone, and if you heard on the interview, he has three new tracks over on Spotify. He's on Spotify. He's on SoundCloud. He's on literally everything. Um, he has more music coming out with Jaws, and it's going to be very, very exciting. So not only should you follow me on Instagram and do all of that, I would really recommend going over to Evolution's Instagram and following him. He is a great artist and a great guy, and I, he seems very, very intuitive with his music and innovative with his music, and I'm really excited to see what he does in the future. So that has been the Eastbound Dialogue. This is my first ever episode, and for our next episode, we're going to be talking about kind of why I've started Eastern Electronic and what are my plans with it and what is my what is my vision for it and why I did it, and a bit of my background as well. So stay tuned for that, but this has been the Eastbound Dialogue. Thank you for listening, guys.